Ooh, I kind of like that sensation of picking up the microphone. Has a Mr. Rogers type feel to it. Maybe I'll start the show that way. Calmly get dressed, tie my shoes, talk about my neighbors who play shitty music. All right, let's get into it. What the fuck am I being so calm for? Run your mouth podcast. Here we go. It's nice to be back in my living room uh, at our normal hour, being able to, you know, get into stuff. And I'm sorry. I know everyone's already heard everybody in the entire world's a political analyst now, and they've broken down the Will Smith thing, but I still, I want to talk about it. And I do have some original takes for you starting with, apparently it was faked. I know uh, people aren't clear on this. There've been plenty of people saying that was an authentic slap. Other people looking at it from all sorts of angles going, Nope, I don't think it was an authentic slap. And I'm here to tell you it was inauthentic. And it turns out it was just a promotion for uh, Will Smith's launch of the fresh Prince of, Hey, quit fucking my wife. And here's my take. We need a national make fun of Will Day. I'm I'm a, I'm enjoying the fact that apparently we can legitimately get to these people. These people, they live great lives. They're out there. They're making these these movies. They're getting paid all sorts of dollars. They're uh, getting to watch other men have sex with their wife. They're living the dream. And uh, you would think amidst all that, they would just be like, wow, my life's pretty awesome. But they can't. They can't just enjoy it. They need to be loved by everybody all the time. And so the good news is, oh, look at this. You guys, uh, it's a banner ad from, from McAfee. The good news is apparently we're getting to these people. So all you kids out there on your headsets or in other environments uh, where you are harassing celebrities, just do more of it because it's fun. We, we're getting to these people. All right, what else do I have for you guys uh, on the Will Smith thing? I know there was other things. Uh, so first is Will Smith. He comes out there and he goes violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Award was unacceptable and excusable jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear. And I reacted emotionally and they keep talking about this, that the ladies got alopecia and I like to point out alopecia is just the medical world for being bald. You're looking at an alopecia patient right here. I, I, I don't walk around going, hey, everyone better be nice to me. They better be opening up doors. They better be sending donations. I want I want chocolates. I want cookies. I want celebrities showing up. Everybody better be nice to me. I'm suffering from alopecia. It's called baldness. You shave your head, you move on. Jada looks pretty good. It's fine. She's got a power look to her. I'd have sex with her in front of Will. She's got a good look. What's the big deal? You know what I mean? It's not a big deal. And unless, I mean, she might have some other version of alopecia that's that's worse where, you know, maybe it is some sort of a medical condition and people shouldn't make fun of it, but just being alopecia, that's being bald. It's like, it's like if there was some other term for being short and someone made a short person joke, you know, like, well, I'm suffering from, from shortism or something. I don't know. Are there other, are there medical terms for being short? I'm not talking about dwarf short. All right, let's move on. Uh, so both of them, you know, they apologize to each other. Uh, Chris Rock's like, Hey, I'm sorry. And Will Smith's like, Hey, I'm sorry. And now they can go back to fucking Will's wife. So, you know, it's all worked out. Uh, and if you want to know how you can prevent slapping in your life, what you got to do is you got to go to the gap That's gap There's no V in there. I'm calling it the gap armory. The actual name of the website is gap You know why? Because we're lovers of liberty. We're lovers of freedom. We like knowing that if uh, if we needed to, we could protect our homes or at least just feel good that there's a possibility that, you know, listen, we like guns. Well, what, what do I got to convince you to go get guns for? You guys all own more guns than I do because I currently have zero guns and a door that doesn't even work and valuables. But I wouldn't just put that out on the Internet. That would be a really dumb thing to say on your podcast. So I've got all sorts of guns. But here, if you're, uh, let's say, 
you want scopes for your guns, or let's say you wanted a new bag for your gun. I mean, any gear that you want. I was fishing around on that website, the gap, uh, GapArmory.com. They got a ton of cool shit. And I think the coolest thing they got is that let's say you're a hobbyist and you got yourself a 3D printer and you need some things to finish off what you're working on. Well, you can go to GapArmory.com because they got everything. So support the sponsor. You, you, if you want cool sponsors like this that actually fit your life where you guys are super into guns. And so I get you a sponsor that's going to pay for the show and bring you gun gear. Then you got to go to the website and just pick up the shit. It's not that hard. I, I'm sure every single one of you have a Christmas wish list of what you're looking for. You know, inflation's coming. So stock up while you can and go to gaparmory.com. Get yourself some, uh, some gear. All right, moving on. Uh, Walt Disney Corporation. So they're very upset about the, uh, the don't say gay bill, which isn't even called the don't say gay bill. You got everyone's falling for the trap here where the liberals decided that they were going to call it to the don't say gay bill. And we're going, oh, my God, Ron DeSantis is saying we can't say gay. He never said that. He never he was slick enough not to call it a don't say gay bill. Like everyone's like, how can how can Ron DeSantis be so stupid that he think he's not he's not like just think it through. He's not. He's he wasn't that dumb. He didn't call it that. He's he's slick enough to call it the the protection of kids something blah blah blah. He, he's as good as propaganda as anyone else. He didn't call it don't say gal. All right, here. This is the statement from the Walt Disney Corporation, uh Florida's HB 1557, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill, should have never been passed and should never have been signed into law. Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature. We're struck down in the courts, and we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of LGBTQ members of the Disney family, as well as the LGBTQ+. Plus. Oh, there's a whole new thing. There's a plus. I wonder what, what what's in the plus sign. Anyone know? Anyone listening to in the, the show know what, what falls into the plus category? Maybe like you, you transgender and you get new parts, but you keep your old, your old parts too. So you're, you're uh, a tranny plus. <laughs> All right. Community in Florida and across the country. And so I have an idea for Disney because, you know, you guys weren't voted into government. You're not able to, you know, really enact these policies. I mean, that's kind of the job of the people that were voted in. But you guys have a big theme park and you guys do have a lot of influence. And so I was thinking now that you think that apparently the schools are missing some level of education in your ability to uh, of, of gayness, I'm not sure specifically what was removed from the curriculum that kids were being taught that Disney is for, but it seems to me like this is an opportunity for Disney. You got theme parks, so maybe you guys could start educating people and spreading the word. So like Splash Mountain, maybe you could just start filling that with cum. Or they got that ride with the, it's a small world after all, it just keeps going and going. You're sitting there like, oh my God, how many countries can we bomb some of these countries? So I don't have to keep hearing this much. It's a small world after all, let's make it even smaller. Let's blow up some of these other countries. So I, Cause you're at Disney and you're like, all right, I might as well go ride this thing. Cause everyone needs a classic. And then you sit on the thing and you're like, oh my God, why did I commit to sitting on this? And can you believe that there was a line to hear the same song over and over? But I'm just thinking Disney, they want to be educational. So maybe instead of it's a small world after all, it could be something like anyone can put dicks in their mouth. Anyone can put dicks in their mouth. Doesn't matter if you're a man, you can still put dicks in your mouth. Anyone can put dicks in their mouth. How are you singing in Chinese? Anyone out there noticing that in Chinese? <laughs> all right. Or you got... um. 
the haunted mansion. So you could rename it, call it the house of gender confusion. Uh, and then lastly, I, why, 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 why not maybe just have Mickey become Minnie? Maybe Minnie could become Mickey. You know, you throw that up in the park and, uh, some kids like, Oh my God, it's me. And then he gets a little bit confused. And then he realizes, Oh my God, I didn't realize the options that I had with my life. I, I thought I could just be the gender that I was born into, but now I know that there's a world of possibilities. So I'm just saying, Disney, you got all sorts of options to start education, educating kids. You guys crank out these films. You've got all these classic characters. If you think that there's something lacking in childhood education, why not? Why not step it up? I mean, you guys are a family brand. If there's something out there that the kids need to know, step it up. All right. What else we got? Next story. January 6th, White House logs given to White House show seven-hour gap in Trump's calls. This is from the Washington Post. So they're claiming that, uh, you know, Donald Trump, there's seven full hours on the day of January 6th that uh, we don't know what Donald Trump was talking about. Give me one second here. I just want to. All right, there we go. Got it back on the screen. So uh, they're saying that Donald Trump is out there on January 6th. People are invading the Capitol and he's on a different phone. And here's what I think Donald was doing. He was on a, uh, he got off the government phone onto a burner phone, even though he's never even heard of a burner phone, but he, he's got a burner phone. So he's on his burner phone. He goes, hey guys, you got to release the Kraken. I got a whole people. They, they, they're storming the building. I promised them a Kraken. What do you mean you lost the Kraken? It's okay. How do you lose a Kraken? I, I can't get a Kraken on one day's notice. Well, you guys make me look like a total asshole here, okay? I, I promised them all a Kraken. It's a little bit weird to me that presidents can't have their own phones. Like, it's just a weird, like, I've never worked a job where, you know, because they always track your computer, so you got to look at porn on your phone. That's the way it works. But I would think any job that anyone ever works, I know I'm being a hypocrite here because uh, Hillary Clinton, she got all in trouble for that email thing. So apparently that's the way the job's set up. The job's set up where everything you do I guess it's supposed to be tracked in a way that it could be reviewed or come public record. But then why the fuck would you want to become president? And then, like, I, I'm sure every single one of these people must have outside channels. Like, what? Why, I, like, I don't even know. Like, why would you want to become president if every little thing that you do at all times is being logged? And every time you make a phone call, it has to go through something that's being recorded. It seems like a very strange way to live your life and not really... Uh, what I would envision of being in the hierarchy of power, which must be why Hillary Clinton clearly wasn't using a proper server. And I, I'm, there must be a game that everybody plays where this is the formal rule that you're supposed to be done in this tracked way and probably nobody's doing it. Uh, in this case, so they actually put out the detailed notes of, uh, of that day and they really record it down to the minute. And I was just thinking how great my notes would be if I was president because it would just be them going, oh my God, he's going to the bathroom again. Wait, another 15 minutes? There? Seriously? You know, we got meetings this morning. Wait, wait, you're going to drink that coffee and eat that muff? Did you not just use the bathroom for Oh, my God, he's going to the bathroom again. It would literally just be logs of morning diarrhea. It would just be uh, whoever the official scribe is. Firstly, it'd be way funnier if instead of some guy typing this, it was actually like a scroll and a person with an old quail pen. And they made him dress like one of those jackasses. And he's just walking around all day, jotting everything that you're doing. Uh, but it's a little strange that these people, and of course they must, I'm sure every single one of these people has a secondary phone. How can you live your entire life? Like in this corporate environment where literally every single thing you're doing is being tracked. Uh, so here's one of the claims from the Washington post. Let's read this paragraph in January. 
The Post first reported that some of the Trump White House records turned over to the committee were potentially incomplete, including records that had been ripped up and taped back together. The New York Times first reported in February on the committee's discovery of gaps in the White House phone logs from January 6, but it did not specify when or for how long on the day. CNN first reported that several hours in Trump's recordings uh, provided to the committee lacked any notation of phone calls. And if I was Trump, I would go, uh, hey, it's with the Epstein jail cell footage. You know, whatever happened to that that no one got in trouble for? Well, that's what happened to whatever I'm missing, too. It's the it was the same security guards. It's in uh, it's in the safe. It's in the safe where they got Hunter Biden's laptop and all the other stuff that you guys don't know about or look at. Did you guys watch uh, Gates when uh, he had they had, I guess, the head of cyber, which is kind of a loose term. I think I guess the head of cybersecurity at the FBI and they were grilling him about the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop and why why he can't answer questions about what's on it and has it ever been looked at. And then Matt Gates pulled a pretty cool mover. He actually showed up with the hard drive and said, all right, well, I got the hard drive, so let's in, enter it into the record. And then uh, the big fat Nadler sitting there go, I don't know if you could do that. Um, maybe we're not going to we're going to object, but then maybe we'll be entered later. And uh, I don't know what something actually being uh, is submitted into the record means. Does that mean that everybody uh, could look at it later? You know, because apparently these guys are throwing orgies. So probably some good contact information in that laptop for where to find kids and cocaine. So, you know, might, might help might help some of these uh, Congress people out. And I just love seeing Trump fail. So here was some other uh, another Trump story. Apparently, uh, truth truth you know this social media platform that donald trump has created to compete with twitter to showcase how much of a winner donald trump is i mean if donald trump puts his mind to something he gets it done and the people that are loyal or stand behind him you know you're gonna get the spoils of war because this guy's victorious doesn't matter what endeavor he takes on he's a champion and so he creates his own social media uh, company and no one gives a shit. It's more of like a, i can't handle the truth because even donald trump is bored of and not using it uh, which is great because, he, you know, he's still convinced that if he if he was in power, you know, that wall would be finished. Mexicans would just want to go home. The good ones would still come in. Uh, we'd give him green cards, mate with them. And uh, Fauci would be done, you know, creating viruses. It would all it would all just be perfectly fine, except every single project he takes on just ends in incredible failure. But yet he still is like, I'm, I, I, I could do it. I could get it done. It'd be so great. It, it, it's incredible. Like I, I, I would like to see how many failed ventures Donald Trump could wrap up between here and the next election and still show up to stadiums worth of people and go, I can get anything done. OK, I'll fix it. I'll get it up. I'll, I'll put it together for everybody. I think I have one more Donald Trump story for you. That is right. This is also from The Washington Post. Judge Trump more likely than not committed crime in trying to block Biden win. I saw this. I was intrigued. I was like, this is fascinating. Is the judge actually saying that Donald Trump broke the law for what he did on January 7th uh, and January 6th? Uh, first is there's something rotten about the whole thing. He did work up that crowd into a frenzy and then he really did nothing. He just went, yeah, you guys shouldn't have done that. That was wrong. He was screaming about evidence that he had never proved anything, never showed up with the Kraken. Whole thing is pretty incredible. And it seems like you know, his entire play here was to to just go, hey, I won, even though I didn't. He thought he was going to sore loser the biggest job in the entire world. Uh, and so anyways, a 
It came before a judge. And so the Trump said more likely than not committed crime and trying to block Biden win. Now, what does that mean? More likely than not. How can a judge give a ruling uh, more likely than not? He raped her. But, you know, that's uh, it's more it's just likely. I mean, isn't the entire thing you got to come to some sort of a conclusion? So reading through the article. And so first, here was the first quote. Based on the evidence, the court finds it's more likely than not that President Trump's corruptly uh, attempted to obstruct the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, Carter wrote. So it's more likely than not that he did. Well, did he break a law or not? I mean, how do you have a more likely than not? Aren't you the guy who interprets if a law was broken or not? Like, how, how can you have a more likely? Well, that's your job. Was there a rule that he broke or not? You got to you got to make a ruling here. It can't be more likely. What does that even mean? The ruling by Carter, who was appointed to the bench in 1998 by President Bill Clinton, does not mean Trump will be charged with or even investigated for a crime. Interesting. So he more likely than not broke a law, but he's not charged or even being investigated. I mean, this sounds like the utmost of corruption. If I was a judge, I'd be outraged by this. But it will increase pressure on the Justice Department to intensify its probe of the January 6th riot and potentially examine the conduct of Trump himself. Attorney General Merrick Garland has, vo- has vowed to hold accountable those responsible for violent breach of the Capitol at any level. But there have been scant signs that the Justice Department is directly and aggressively examining Trump's conduct. In his ruling, Carter noted that he was assessing the legal arguments surrounded whether Eastman could be compelled to turn over documents to the January 6th committee, not making a decision about how the legal system should respond to Trump's actions. And that's when you find out that this was a court case not having to do with Trump. And like just a side comment. So great headline. Great headline makes it seem like, you know, Trump has actually been proven guilty of breaking a crime. And then it turns out that this is from an entirely different court case. But he suggested that someone else should be holding Trump and his allies accountable. All right. This sounds like a good and honest judge just weighing in on other court cases, I guess, that aren't in front of him and not actually making determinations in law. More than a year after the attack on our capital, the public is still searching for accountability. This case cannot provide it, Carter wrote. So in other words, he's weighing on some other case and he goes, yeah, I'm really sorry because that other thing that people are outraged about, it's got nothing to do with what we're doing here. (laughs) The court is tasked only with deciding a dispute over a handful of emails. This is not a criminal prosecution. This is not even a civil liability suit. All right. And then came across this article of of a basically it's a video uh, from News Junkies cartoon of a hotter, younger, dumber Elizabeth Warren. And you're going to be shocked. You're, you're going to look at this lady and go, oh my God, did they, did Elizabeth Warren somehow get the world's greatest facelift? And the answer is no. The, the great casting wizard uh, managed to find a better Elizabeth Warren. They're looking at like the lot and they're like, can you show me, can you show me a younger one? This one's getting a little too grammy. It's getting a little bit too whiny. It's not becoming, I, I need something that seems a little bit crazier so people can think, oh my God, if I was at a bar, I might be able to put my dick in this lady because she's crazy. All right, let's give it a what listen. The transportation system right now is about a third of our carbon pollution that goes up into the air. So we need to decarbonize. And my favorite thing of, about this is that the if you drive an electric vehicle, especially when you consider these outrageous gas prices today, 
if you drive, if you have a 15 gallon tank, which is the average size of a tank today, and you went to fill it up on average, if you had to pay the average gas price across the country, which is about $3.80, you'd be paying 54 bucks to fill up your tank. That's 54 bucks. If you had an electric vehicle that would take you the same distance, about 300 miles, and you plugged it in at home, it would cost you about 12 bucks. 54 versus 12. That is a huge savings every time you fill up your car. So I'm just saying that the, the, the movement to electrifying our transportation system, to resolving greenhouse gas emissions and climate change, and it will also put money in people's pockets. They're really showing themselves to do really well. Come on, man. Uh, is this even accurate? I'm going to have to do a little bit of a study on this. I'm going to actually have to do my homework, run an investigation, get my muck-cracking shoes on, crack through that mud, give you guys the truth. But I'm willing to get, firstly, I believe that, uh, you know, electric vehicles are more expensive. They're in high demand. I don't even think you can get an electric vehicle all that quickly. So for them to say, hey, listen, we know that gas prices are going up, but go and buy yourself something that you can't afford that might solve it. And I don't even know if over the long term, for, I, I, dude, I got electric heat and this shit's so fucking expensive. How it, are the engines like is the energy usage on electric vehicles even that much better? Or is it just coming from a different source? I don't I don't know. Uh, maybe it's that you get a gallon of gas in even if you have a pretty fuel efficient car, I guess the uh, same amount of electricity that you're purchasing will go further on on the electricity. And then also, what happens if the car doesn't last as long? If you can buy a car that will last you 15 years and then the electric vehicles will only last you 10, firstly, when they got to get rid of them, uh, were they actually more efficient and better for the environment when you got to scrap that thing? Uh, for one, and for two, uh, did it over the lifetime of that vehicle, was it actually better than, I guess, just paying for more gas in terms of costs? All right, let's take a couple comments here. Uh, this is from. Uh, Mariana Brandon pointing out that good thing electric vehicles are powered by magic. Uh, St. Michael, good thing those electric vehicles use more petrol in the making of them than any gas vehicle would use in its lifetime. Laughing my ass off. I don't know if that's true, but I'll give it to you. Uh, and then Mary Marlan Brandon coming back again. Instead of let them eat cake, it's let them drive electric vehicles. All right. A couple more topics left on the day. Uh, next is they caught footage of, so Hunter Biden, you know, I mean, not Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, he gets busted, uh, because he's out on a mission. He doesn't have Jen Psaki with him. They're asking him questions. He's feeling the energy of the crowd. And then he gets a little bit too ramped up and he goes, we got to go take out Putin. And then people are like, Whoa, did he just declare war? And then everyone's like, nah, it's just the president. But you know, you can't take his announcements seriously. We put him up there and we all put him in charge. But when he makes announcements, they're not, those aren't real announcements. They're, uh, you know, it's just a, the, 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 the guy's bullshitting because that's what presidents do. They show up, they bullshit. And so what they did is now they've given him these cards and these cards are good. My God, do they summarize everything that he needs to know? And I used to think that when he was looking down, he was kind of just like gathering his thoughts because he was old or he was like really kind of had this thing where he's deep in thought. And so we look down, but apparently he's got, he's got incredible cheat sheet of notes. They ask him a question. He's got the answer right there. So he's just, he's got to squint so that, so that he can see it. And he's just got to look up and say what, say what was right there. He, he doesn't need a, he doesn't need to think on his, on his feet. Be half asleep. And you look down and then, and you just tell him what was there. 
So here, just to tell you guys what's there, the questions, talking points. If you weren't advocating for regime change, what did you mean? Can you, can you clarify? And then it's right there in writing. I was expressing the outrage I felt towards the actions of this man. And I was just thinking, I, I would love it if someone could put this together in my life. Just in any situation, answers are right there. You know, the landlord comes in and goes, hey, have you been using non-flushable baby wipes in this toilet and then being too cheap to heat to the point that your pipes burst? And then you got, uh, you're like, ah, shit, I, I did do that. But you can't say I did that because then they're going to, you know, charge you for what you did. So you look down at the piece of paper and you go, I've been using heat in a responsible, effective manner. It's good for the environment, but also keeps the house at a proper household temperature. Any other questions? That's a pretty good team. Cheat cheat team. And then last topic we are going to cover for the day is they are unwinding how much of the PPE fraud, uh, how much of the PPE funds went to fraud. Uh, so the latest is first is uh, originally this happened like even a year ago. They discovered like half of the funds, I think, ended up outside of the United States. People, all these guys in the Indian call centers, you know why you stopped getting calls trying to scam you was because they realized, oh, we can just fill out a little bit of paperwork and then the government will just mail us checks to another country. And then all of a sudden, so, but th that was some people, they got away with that. In the United States of America, I think about $80 billion went to people who uh, said, sure, I got a company with all sorts of employees. And then they took the money and they went, they bought themselves Lambos, they took themselves nice vacations. And apparently, by the way, if you're going to just take government money like this, I guess the smart thing to do is... Uh, is you got to spend it on like things they can't take away from you, like really expensive vacations, really expensive because that's an experience. I don't think they're going to make you pay back the experience. Like if you get yourself a nice Lambo, I guess you can drive it around for a little bit. At some point, they're going to take it from you. But like if you ate it just every single day lobster, you know, it'd be really funny is you just order yourself uh, room service, even though you're not at the hotel. <laughs> can you do that? How much would you think that would cost to get one of those guys to come with the whole pushy cart thing? Have you guys ever even done room service? It seems indulgent. I like, I like, I, I like Roman being on my feet, going to a restaurant, having the guy have to come up to the room. And then you got all like the stuff in the room. It seems like too much. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe if I was rich enough, room service is the greatest thrill in the entire life that they just come up with the cart. And then you just uh, just stay in bed and then eat it and then call down and tell them you need new sheets because you just shat yourself. Why would you shit yourself? I don't know if you're already eating in bed. You're pretty lazy. That might be your lifestyle now. You're just you're just living living out of the bed. Anyways, PPE loans. So uh, there's been widespread fraud fraud. Uh, and it's a fun one. It's a fun one because, you know, the government says, hey, we can step up. We can help people out. We can take other people's money and we can distribute it to those in need. And then 50% of it or so, uh, you know, billions of dollars just went to people who are like, oh, okay, free money. I'm just going to go spend this. So, you know, like, what, what, what? And then it, this is like the thing that we're auditing because it actually went to like civilians. So it's kind of easy to see when they waste their money. But more of the loan money, like more of the bailout money went to the banks. How do you think that shit got spent? Or most of the money in government, how do you think it gets spent? So in this case, we actually got to see the abuse of just the money being available because it went to people and they just bought themselves Ferraris. They just pretended, but like, that's not most of the government spending. Most of the government spending is being spent like by the actual government. So like, I'm just saying, so in this case, we were able to see just how dumb shittery it got spent and how poorly it got allocated. Because in this case, it was people like your neighbors 
putting in for PPE loans they didn't need, buying themselves Ferraris, and then we could go, oh my God, look, this is clearly waste. But like, do you think waste on that level doesn't exist in every other government expenditure? So in this case, we were able to kind of catch it because people are like, how dare you? That's government money. That's taxpayer funds. And you took it and you bought yourself this. The whole thing's dumb shit. Every time they buy a new warship and give some money to this guy, give some money to that guy, give that guy a raise, hand it over to the banks. Like that's what we need. We need a full review of all the dumb shit purchased in the system, which would be too much to possibly read. And yet Biden's there going, hey, we're going to pass. By the way, I'm losing track of how much they're spending because like we need to do once a year where they just approve what's being spent. I think that's what they try and do. But then they got to raise the the the, the ceiling thing because it becomes impossible to track. You keep doing bailouts and bailouts and then a new spending bill. Next spending bill. It's like I, I it's hard to even tally up where are we at in this process? Cause now I'm reading about that. He wants to raise taxes and the taxes he's raising doesn't even make sense. He's like, we're going to raise taxes on the billionaire. It's like, all right, you're going to cover what 10% of what of your, your budget shortfall and is taking that much money away from billionaires going to, you know, be good for the market. If you take $20 billion away from, uh, uh, from Tesla, and maybe Tesla deserves to have it taken away. I mean, it's a fucking government legislation on these dumbass cars that you can't just go out and buy yourself a diesel fucking fuel thing and drive cross country and just guzzle all the gas. All right. I think I've had enough for today. Shout out to all the sponsors. Uh, like I said, GapArmory.com. You can get yourself some uh, some cool gear for all of your firearms, you know, just to make sure that you're extra safe. They got safety gear. They got bags. They got, uh, you know, seem like bulletproof vest type things, but maybe they were more like uh, for medical purposes. And as always, sheath, promo code RYM, you get 20% off. You can keep your dick separated from your balls. We're the most comfortable boxers of all time. And of course, you'll create them home with a $6 kilo. Uh, that is it for today. We'll be back. Uh, what's tomorrow? Thursday? I think Friday. I think we'll do another episode Friday. Uh, but that's it for now. Later, dudes.